You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. All right, hour number two here. Countdown to kick off Nick and Ken. Week eight in the National Football League. 40 minutes from now, best bets every single game on the board, side and total. We'll get to the underdog money line parlay. We will have a teaser conversation. Thy Royal Prop King will stop by in a couple minutes, giving you all thy Royal Prop plays, yardage, and anytime touchdowns for the entire slate tonight. Um, We'll get to other games on the board, but obviously this Patrick Mahomes news takes precedence right now. Now, he is going to play from all the reports, from what everyone has said. Mahomes is still going to play. But he's got the flu added to the injury report this morning with an illness. He's listed as questionable, but he is going to play. Um, Diana Rossini reporting that Mahomes has been receiving IVs since yesterday, and it's current. I guess he's getting them this morning. Uh, Mahomes receiving IVs. So going to play this game with the flu. Can any more like a line movement, any line movement at all on this game as we keep getting more information about Patrick Mahomes and like how he's doing physically? It was uh, it was slow to hit the market. Like there, you could you know this. This initial reporting comes out that he's going to, we did this last segment, this initial reporting comes out and that it isn't this immediate, like, and for people who were curious and you wrote this in the chat too, Nick, uh, Blaine Gabbert is the backup quarterback for the Kansas city chiefs, just in case, like I, I kind of forget sometimes, like, is it Chad Henney? Is it somebody else? It's been a few guys throughout Patrick Mahomes career. It's Blaine Gabbert. And this wasn't like an immediate, like every book pulls it. Cause again, it's not Blaine Gabbert starting, not something so binary, so white and black. So like, well, it's this guy. And then it's this guy it's, oh, well he's playing, but flu. So how, again, we talked all of last segment about like, how do you interpret that? And I was kind of like, I don't, it doesn't make me want to bet Denver. And the line hadn't really moved very much. Well, during the break for the first time in this game, uh, the game has come off seven at about three or four different sports books. The Broncos are now six and a half point favorites. Uh, there are still sevens on the board. This is a market that I refer to as sloppy. The Chiefs. Meaning that, at, uh, sorry, the Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. So for the first time, like Denver's been bet to the degree it's under seven. And uh, so the Chiefs are six and a half favorites at like three or four sports books. I say sloppy because usually when a, a that's like a pretty aggressive move off the second most key number in the NFL, you go seven to six and a half. If you want to bet seven, like minus 110 on Denver or seven, like minus 115, you can do it at like eight places right now. And yet, despite that, while those bets exist, the six and a halfs also exist at the same time at other sports books. Usually for people who don't follow markets very closely on NFL Sunday morning, like sides, so point spreads, there's usually a lot more uniformity between like the number that you will see at a lot of different sports books. But this is obviously a unique situation because... It's like the MVP of the league and he's kind of hurt, but he's playing and nobody really knows like how to interpret that. So at the same time right now, like I'm looking at the board, there's a six and a half, one ten, and a seven, one ten at the same time. Very rare to see that in terms of like on an NFL Sunday, a lot of that kind of disagreement all over the place lines. So I guess the advice there is whatever you decide you like, man, you can go get a really good number on whatever you like right now. It's not the same everywhere. This is the most not the same everywhere game that we'll have this year, probably on a Sunday morning, where it's like, if you like Denver, please find a seven. If you like the Chiefs, 
A, keep waiting, or B, like there are six and a halfs. And I, the interesting thing for me will be, I think a lot of people out there, even smart people that like bet the NFL, follow the NFL, like think Mahomes is the best by some margin over everyone else. At what point do you have to step in and play the Chiefs because he is still playing? And because this is like literally a team he's never lost to and you get him less than a touchdown in that kind of game. Mahomes divisional games not typically lined less than seven against basically anybody except the Chargers the last few years, no matter where the game is being played. So just, it's a really, really interesting, like I'm curious, okay, now that we go to six and a half, do those get bet? Do we keep going? Like what, when is there resistance? It's going to be resistance on the best player of all time. Uh, just uh, again, more, it gets more interesting by the minute, basically with now this game coming off seven, the total in the game has still stayed the same despite it. And it, have we mentioned that it snowed all day in Denver, whatever, 46, the total in the market right now. So you just keep adding more and more variables to the equation. And obviously as we keep getting more reporting about Mahomes, uh, we'll say it on the air. I am on the, uh, the chief's official Twitter account. Yesterday at 5:37 p.m. Eastern Time, they tweeted a video of Mahomes walking off like like the private jet that they that they fly into Denver in. He's wearing like a, a really sleek three-piece suit, and he's got what is surely very expensive Louis Vuitton luggage. So God bless him. The guy's very rich, obviously, maybe the best football player ever. But he's he's not wearing a jacket, and it's snowing, and he looks very cold. I would well, just 25 question, degrees. Yes, right. I would I, I, I would question. I would question the, if he's sick, hey, Pat, put a jacket on. Put, put a park on. It's like the Warren, Warren Sapp put a jersey on voice. Put a jacket on. Put like, a jacket on. But, hey, 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 Pat, like if you've got the flu and you're about to walk out into the snow, maybe like wear something other than a suit, you know, because you're sick. And it's really, that's the other thing, man. Dude's got the. It's it's not gonna be like a seventy-five to be twenty degrees in Denver. That I I'm in on my on my Broncos bet already. From I did not think I would get CLV on my Broncos bet from Mahomes having the flu, but whatever, we'll take it. Uh, right, right. My yeah, Broncos so, bet placed early. Well, you're not supposed to say that. In the week. You're supposed to say like nailed it. Told oh, I ya. knew. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I, it was me. Told it was ya. me and me alone. I knew that Mahomes would get sick. Also, the Chiefs will probably win by thirty. Anyway. Uh, that's Kansas City and Denver. We will bring you more information if and when we get it. Ken, what else is standing out to you on the board right now as we approach kickoff? I mean, just a couple games that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, board's pretty quiet, to be honest. I'll, I'll update Bengals Niners again just because that had the most movement throughout the week uh, for people who haven't followed it. Brock Purdy was in concussion protocol. Then he came, Then he was out of the protocol. He, he passed, and uh, now he gets to start a quarterback for the, the Niners today against the Bengals. That's still Niners minus four or four and a half kind of in between. The total hasn't moved in the game. So we might be done there. Like the Purdy, Purdy was the news throughout the week as we didn't know whether he would play. But now that we know, maybe that market's just really stationary and we don't really have a lot to report throughout the week. So just wanted to update that because that was like the big story all week. A couple games we haven't talked about, the Texans and Panthers in Carolina. We talked about this game a little bit this week where Thomas Brown is taking over play calling duties. So for the first time this year, the Panthers will have someone different calling the plays than they had the previous games and uh, coming off a bye. And it's the matchup of the first two quarterbacks taken in the draft to Stroud and Bryce Young. And the Texans are holding still so you kind of hear all that you go like oh new play caller bye week these are all positive things for carolina brian burns gonna play today these are all things that are very pro carolina except despite that the market is still holding but the texans really a three and a half point road favorite so you, you have lots of informational things that make you think maybe carolina can be better except the market disagrees and actually moved out on houston over the course of the week from three to three and a half i think that game's pretty interesting two games around the key number of seven 
that we haven't talked about yet, both involving NFC East teams, one in which both participants are NFC East teams, the Eagles and the Commanders. This has been a pretty quiet market most of the week. The Eagles were a six and a half point road favorite. Remember these teams played already. It was the crazy Sam Howell comeback in the fourth quarter. Touchdown, Rivera like, could have gone for two and the win didn't. Game goes to overtime, Eagles win. That was the first meeting, but the Commanders have not been very good. Sam Howell's getting sacked a ton and the Eagles defense is healthier. The Eagles were seven point favorites this entire week. Basically got bet out to seven early in the week. It was seven. I just thought that was what it was going to be. Uh, some interest in the commanders. I don't think this is going to come off seven and go to six and a half, but like seven minus 20 on the commanders, seven minus 25 on the commanders, a little bit of interest in them. And then the other NFC East team, who's about a touchdown favorite. And we did a little bit on this because of the injury report is, is the Dallas Cowboys. They're home against the Rams today. And they are about a seven point home favorite. This has kind of been between six and a half and seven the whole week. Now you, you mentioned Nick in the actives and active segment, Tyron Smith out because almost as like a surprise and active was questionable, but like, that's kind of a big deal. So you kind of have this in between where the Rams got bet a little bit on those sevens. Some of those sevens kind of went away. People like, all right, I, I think I want plus seven. If I think Tyron Smith is going to play maybe like the Rams in the game anyway, way so that we have two games kind of in that seven range where like again shopping around is valuable but also like does either of them really come off seven at any point and we have like six and a half point favorites in both those games so that's eagles commanders and then cowboys and the rams that's kind of it for what's going on right now and then i'll just update again uh another book has gone to six and a half on chiefs broncos so denver uh only a six and a half point dog in that game just feels like we're getting that like slow trickle of gradual movement of like interest in Denver, the Mahomes information being made public. And I'm, I'm curious kind of where the stopping point is there. I just want to ask you just and last thing here, and then we'll get to the prop King, a couple games that are around three. If you don't think we'll see any movement in these games in between now and kickoff Falcons, Titans in Tennessee, the jets and the giants, obviously in MetLife. And what else we got here? I, I guess Jaguars Steelers. Steelers could be the third. Yes, please. Sure. Uh, the only one of those three that's moved like even today, period, is the Jags got bet a little bit this morning. So uh, Jags are at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, for people to remember, like off that crazy Rams game, the, the, the spot with uh, with the Steelers getting that win in Los Angeles last week. And Jacksonville on like kind of a nice winning streak right now. One Thursday night against the Saints. Remember, beat Buffalo. They look pretty good. They're kind of back in the mix for one seed. They got some kind of some, some interesting things cooking there. They are Jags were about a one and a half, two point road favorite. Uh, and they went to two and a half everywhere this morning. So I don't think that's going to go to three. It's been pretty quiet, but that, that is like a game moving closer to a key number. The other two games you talked about have been really quiet. So the Levis game, Falcons two and a half at Tennessee, just like the move was like Levis is announced. Willis has a package of plays for him. Game goes to two and a half. And you could just literally hit the pause button on that and fast forward to the game kickoff. Like nothing else has happened basically in that market. It's still like two, two and a half with Atlanta. I don't think that game's going to move at all. I don't think Jets Giants is going to move that much. We've just been stuck on three forever and it's low total too. So I don't think we're going to get a lot of movement there. So of the three games you brought up, the game that seems the most likely to go from like two and a half to three or vice versa is probably Jacksonville, but it's got to happen pretty soon. The game kicks off in less than an hour. The Jags two and a half are a little bit juiced in their direction. I think we're just going to have a bunch of like two and a halfs. What do we get when we have a bunch of two and a halfs? We get to have a bunch of six point teaser conversations about of these small dogs who do you like the most to not get blown out between all the kind of the games that we just talked about? And we have a lot. And when we have a lot of two and a halfs, we get to say that in a high pitched voice, two and a half, two and a half, a lot of them, a lot of them on the board right now. Uh, also on the board right now, just a ton of prop bets. Oh yeah. 
because uh, we reached that time of the week, people, where the prop king descends down from thy royal throne, traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the peasants, to issue prop winners coming up week eight NFL Sunday, where the prop king will look to continue his winning ways from Thursday night with the Josh Allen over rushing yards. Absolutely loved it. Also, like if you played the uh, the James Cook, that was a good one also, but Josh Allen was the main one, and we look to continue the winning ways now with all the prop bets your little heart could ever desire for week number eight in the National Football League. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. Worship me, peasants. It was like jazz hands there. Royal <laughs> yeah, jazz hands. You know what? And rest in peace, Matthew Perry. A little jazz hands in honor of uh, Matthew Perry yeah. today. All right, guess, guess we'll just give some prop bets now. Guess we'll just right. some props. Yeah, That's tough. Rest in peace. Uh, seriously. All right, Jets and the Giants. We will begin there with the prop sojourn here, week number eight in the National Football League. Oh, man. I worry, as a Giants fan, I worry today. Not about Zach Wilson. <laughs> Stinks. I don't worry about this Jets passing game because the quarterback's bad. Kayvon Thibodeau active today for the Giants. I think pass rush might be bearing down on Zach Wilson. Maybe it won't be a great game for Zachy Wilson and the Jets passing attack. But if you're a Giants fan and you're being honest with yourself, I think you got to be a little worried about Brees how about Dalvin Cook washed up scrub also really rich God bless him but washed up complaining to the media I want to be traded to somewhere that will use me more great hope you like Canada this time of year Dalvin because I'm sure the Edmonton Eskimos could really use you because there ain't one team in the National Football League that'll be trotting Dalvin Cook out to do anything in the year of our Lord 2023 it's gonna be the Brees Hall show and it should be and if it's not honestly like Nathaniel Hackett coach hack and Bob Sala get them out of town don't even wait until the end of the year get them out of town right now Brees Hall, over 92.5 combined rushing receiving yards. Gets targeted a lot in the passing game these days. That's smart. And for the Giants, feeling saucy. You know who else is saucy? Who was not in the preseason, lost in the sauce. Sauce was lost. Not in the sauce. And as Ken writes in our chat, we just got off the phone. People will ask me, what are you doing? And I will not say, nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn. Instead, I will be nothing chilling at the Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt, in the preseason, put Sauce Gardner in the spin cycle twice. Sauce was lost. And tonight, Sauce Gardner gets a reservation at the Hyatt. 
Jalen Hyatt over 20 and a half receiving yards. And because this game's got a low total and because it's two stupid football teams, how about a pair of anytime touchdowns? Both DSTs to score today. Beer and pizza money. Jets and Giants. On the other side.